Welcome to Unpotting the Territory, the bonus pint-sized series from Booking the Territory, where we are following the only time that a professional wrestling championship ever changed hands by a legitimate sporting competition, the BTE Gator Golf Challenge. This week, it's Fuego del Sol versus Matt Jackson. It's the first ever BTE World Heavyweight Championship Gator Golf Tournament. It'll be a 12-man tournament, three rounds, and the winner will ultimately be decided in the Triple Threat Finals. Good luck to all. So how are you this week, Dan? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thanks. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a bit squiffy. This is most I've drank in a little while. So uh, yeah, prepare for some high-quality analysis on, uh, on some legitimate sporting competition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're at the semi-final stage. We we saw Colt Cabana in a body that looks exactly like Michael Nakazawa's fall at the first hurdle of the semi-finals uh, last week. So we're down to the final five potential uh, winners of the the Gator Golf Tournament. So yeah, it's it's really squeaky bum time in in the tournament. Oh, it's hotting up, and I'm I'm bricking it for my bracketology. Yeah, well, I mean, you're off to a really good start for your semi-final bracketology with John Silver. But we'll just try and calm you down before we get to some sporting competition. We'll just head over to the 19th hole. You've mentioned that this is the most you've drank in in a month. So are you drinking right now, Dan? I am indeed. I've had three whole cans of beer before this. And now I'm visiting our friends at Tartarus. And I'm partway through a can of Demeter. So figure that out, those of you who are drink who are drinking along, who are listening along in beer order. And then if we get through that, I do have the Griffin lined up afterwards. If you want to drink Tartus beers, you can log on to tartusbeers.co.uk, put in the promo code UTT Podcast 15 and get 15% off. You can indeed, and if you like the can art, visit at Ferra Art, F-E-R-R-E-R-A-R-T, and check out more of their work. That's superb. It is excellent can art. I am drinking a Serpa. I think that's how you say it, because there is an accent above the U. Uh, we're back on to Spanish beers. This is from La Patra Brewery. It's a Cerveza American Pale Ale. It's 5%. It's quite nice, actually. It's a, a decent maybe three and a half on, on untapped so very much enjoying that mm, very nice from those from that sort of description you read out it sounded like something that was trying to be fancy corona well a lot of beer tries to be fancy corona doesn't it <laughs> yeah, well yeah that's very true and and there'd possibly be quite a lot of fancy corona being uh, drank given that this tournament's taking place in Jacksonville well yeah very true yeah it's uh it's only well, actually, no. To be fair, from my time in Florida, the uh, the beer I remember drinking most was Youngling, uh, uh, and very nice it was too. But unfortunately, they don't export outside the US, and I've been hankering after the, I've been hankering after that since 2016. All right, okay. So, not often you're wanting to repeat beers. So, 
That's interesting. Well, it was it was kind of the it was the the beverage of choice throughout a, a very enjoyable two weeks. So it's a, you know when when a beverage has got good memories attached to it. it yeah, um, it's from the nostalgia value, really. Interesting. So obviously we've not got a sponsorship for the tournament. If there had been a brewery associated with the BT Get Golf Challenge, possibly American Brewer, who knows? Is there anyone that you would have picked for it? There's only one brewery that springs to mind, and it's the only brewery that I know of that's ever sponsored any form of uh, of wrestling, and it would be the Horny Goat Brewing Company uh, that were also sponsoring Wrestleicious. Oh, that's an excellent choice. Triple um, A used to be sponsored by Modelo, so that's too mainstream. It, it is very mainstream. So yeah, I think this should be sponsored by the Horny Goat Brewing Company, and. I learned something about Wrestlelicious this week. Really? So, a felony that was in Wrestlelicious. Oh, yeah. Is this what I told you? Because she is um, a co-owner of Uzi Wrestling in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, with a husband. Her husband is the grandson of High Chief Peter Mayavia. Um, so, so felony's in the bloodline. Felony's in the bloodline. So, Roman Reigns is Wrestlelicious. <laughs> Ah, yes, I love it. Yeah. Uh, also, just for a, a quick shout out, because we, we were talking about American breweries before, I would also like to put forward the Ursula Brewing uh, Company, uh, because I went there when I was in Denver in 2018, and their beers were fantastic. Um, it's, it's a very, very small brewery, but um, yeah, if, if you can get Ursula beers, get those. Yeah, fantastic. Good recommendation there. So, talking about uh, random connections uh, there with uh, Felony and the Bloodline, Fuego del Sol on episodes of Dark had a tag team partner. He was in a tag team called Too Fast, Too Fuego, featuring Fuego 1 and Fuego 2. Obviously, Fuego del Sol is Fuego 1. Do you have any idea who Fuego 2 was? Uh, so they had four matches on Dark together And Fuego 2 had a neck tattoo and a chest tattoo that said Dream Miles Kamen Cody fucking Rhodes Wing Commander Nash Was Fuego 2 in Too Fast Too Fuego So it wasn't Wing Commander Nash? No, it was Cody fucking Rhodes Then I don't give a fuck I, I just find that, you know, the hottest free agent in wrestling the week before was on dark, in a mask, tagging with Fuego del Sol as Fuego 2. And John Cena once wrestled as Juan Cena, but, you know, there we go. I don't think he did. I think they said he was going to, but then it never happened. I'm sure I've seen photos of him at ringside in the mask. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a Mandela effect thing. I think he was said it. Was, it. was it not a house show thing? It might have been a house show thing. He did actually say on the show that he was going to get his Spanish cousin Juan Cena to appear, but I don't think it ever happened on the main show. Oh, no, it never happened on the main show, but definitely house shows. Yeah. Well, there yeah, you In fact, yeah, I've, I've, got the, I've got the photo here. It's, yeah, Juan Cena. Yeah, but what happens on the house show stays on the house shows, then. This is very true. Although the last WWE house show I went to had uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn on it, which was phenomenal. 
and uh, Owens was full heel at the time. He was cutting a promo uh, to the crowd, and I got a, a cold call from uh, from an insurance scam. So I took it just as the booze rung out. So I answered the phone, and all they heard was booze, and they hung up in about half a second. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I was happy. I once went to a WWE house show in Manchester, and Mick Foley came out, and he's just happened to be on tour in Manchester doing his stand-up. And uh, I thought Mick Foley were coming back, and no. <laughs> oh, the disappointment. Yeah, disappointment. Well, no, I, I got to see Mick Foley, so that was... Uh, I always have a nice day. See, I see. I actually went to Mick Foley's uh, stand-up show in York, and it was fantastic. It was a great night, um, very well comped by Chris Brooker and, and well supported by Carl Hutchinson. And then uh, we left after the show, and Charlie Brooker, Chris Brooker, not Charlie Brooker. Oh well, never mind. Um, but yeah, we, we left and went to the pub, and we were waiting for a few other people who were there who'd who'd paid for the meet and greets. And then when the guys who paid for the meet and greet turned up, we found out that Mick actually had given away free meet and greets to everybody. Well, there you go. You're a mug. You shouldn't have paid. No, I didn't pay. That's the point. If, no. I'd, have stayed, if I'd have stayed, I'd have got it for free. Sad times. Sad times. So uh, we saw on this last round of Gator Golf that uh, this match between Fuego and Matt Jackson is starting outside. So possibly weather affected. There may potentially be water traps, that kind of thing. With that, I think we are in for the long haul on this one. I'm just really hoping it's not sped up like like the last one was. Well, it, it could be. It could be. But we're on BTE episode 227. We're 14 minutes in. We're going to have to stop it quick sharp before we go into the Trent Beretta versus Matt Hardy match when it ends. But if you're ready, Dan... I am I am on 14 minutes and I am awaiting your mark. Yeah, you can see Colt Cabana in the body of Michael Nakazawa crying. So three, two, one, go. Yeah, Naka. By the metal detector, they're yeah, going away. Right here. Jesus Christ. A very long, long shot. Yeah, there's a recycle bin. Oh, Ooh, second shot right next to the gator. Uh, they're on concrete slabs, so there, there is all the sort of bubbles in between. Oh, Swago's gone in the jaws of hell. Also, who did I pick for this? Did I pick Matt, did I pick Matt Jackson? You did pick Matt Jackson. Fuego's oh, no, he's gone past the bin. Three times now, three times. Matt That's Jackson's nice shot from Matt. Oh, Fuego, that was poor. Matt, you dickhead. Easy shot there. Fuego does four times now. I mean, it's almost like he doesn't want to win this. First time. We're on nine shots each here. Fuego, that's terrible. It's in the it's in the wheel of the bin. Just hit the tail. What is he thinking? Matt in and Matt wins. Wins and stop it right there. At 15 minutes and 7 seconds. Dear me. That was poor all-round play. It was a long course to get there. 11 shots to actually win the match for Mm. Jackson. Do you know what this means, though, Dan? I'm two for two. Two for two. So once you've got your iron on Gator Golf, you've become... I'm not too bad. No, not at all. Not at all. So the block sets of concrete that they have at Daly's Place leading up to this course was a little bit of an obstacle. 
you say that, and 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 it was, but the, these two were so poor on the short play, so so poor. It really, oh, it was it was not good from from two guys who've who've come through the first round and and whatnot, and, and obviously Matt Jackson who who it's his brother that owns it, so he must have played it extensively. Oh, Matt Jackson's the owner of the uh, Gator Golf. Oh so. well then, so. I think we can actually remove any any hint of bias here because, you know, I don't think anybody would intentionally play that badly. No, they both did quite well in terms of covering the distance and getting to the gator for the initially within the first two shots. Yeah, but like I said, the shot play was terrible. It was. It was. I mean, I think Fuego rattled the gator's mouth four times and I think Matt rattled it twice well you know in football you know sometimes the ball just doesn't want to go in but I mean Christ that was that was six that was six open goals missed between the two of them what did you think when Fuego tried to like hit the ball to the gator's tail I beg his belief yeah what was he thinking at that point I really don't know was he was he trying was he hoping it'd somehow trigger the gator and that would mean he'd win yeah, that, that, you've got to get the ball in the mouth. So I think that's a uh, it's a moment of madness. You know, we see in professional sports all the time where people lose their heads and do something completely illogical, completely out of character, anything like that. We can maybe chalk it up to one of those moments. Yeah, it feels like dodgeball. It's a, a brave strategy, Cotton. Yeah, you, you can you can dodge a wrench, but you can't dodge a stupid decision. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what he was thinking there. I, I really don't. One of the longer courses we've seen. What sort of par would you give this course? Um, I, I was initially for the length of it. I was going to say a par five, but given how quickly they actually covered the distance, I'm going to say a generous four. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that's fair. I mean, whatever way you cut this, they they were heavily over par. Well, yeah, it was. You know, I, could, I wanted to say three, but given how given how poor the short play was, I've got to say four. Yeah, uh, a seven over par wins, which is possibly the worst return that we've had. Yeah, it's uh, you know we've gone way past bogey territory, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, it's it's not great, is it? But yeah, but there we are. But more crucially, I'm two for two in the semi-finals. Yes, you are. You're doing really well on uh, on the predictions so far. So long <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really good when the options are narrowed. Yeah. Just um, coming up next, it's uh, Trent versus Matt Hardy. You predicted Matt Hardy. Yep. You thought at least two versions of Matt Hardy would appear. I did. And I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna stick with Matt Hardy. Yeah, I was I was considering. Um, hmm. Sorry, you, you're hearing me overthink it in real time. I don't trust myself. I'm not gonna stick. With, I'm two for two. Can I do three for three? No, do you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go for Matt Hardy. Right. Oh well. Um, we'll have to wait and see see what transpires there. In terms of the listeners, uh, Graham's uh, from the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast Twitter account. It's Good Bad Wrestle. had uh, said that uh, we were part of his early morning mis- listening. 
with uh, episodes under 30 minutes. So that, that's exactly what we're designed for. Exactly right, yeah. Easy, quick, easy listening. Yeah, in terms of the uh, last episode that we uh, released, the uh, Trent versus uh, Chuck Taylor episode, uh, King's Pig Bladders at Pig's, Pig's Bladders said 20 minutes of chat and three minutes of Gator Golf coverage sounds like the perfect combination. And uh, the watch along makes it more exciting and uh, posted a picture of uh, me and you that he's edited. <laughs> I bloody love Pig's Bladders. Sean does great work. He's one of the cornerstones of our little uh, our little community. It's bloody brutal, but that's exactly what we're aiming for, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. And, um, yeah, the, so, um, I'm, I'm just um, gutted that I only had a nine-pack on that photo. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit drunk and tired. I can't remember what I had. It was mm-hmm. probably unflattering. Yeah, so in terms of um, people that helped get the message out about the podcast, Glenn Abbott at GA WrestleNotes. Absolute um, legend is Glenn. Love him to it. Yeah. Brent from a Work in Progress podcast at AWI Pod. Thank you very much, Brent. Not had too much interaction with Brent himself, but I know for a fact he does fine work. Tyler Peters at uh, Dustin Tyler 86. Absolute legend of the SJP World Media Network. Yeah, and his back when partner, Danny at Scottish Juggalo. Council of Dan's member. Yeah, and his Nitro Knights partner, in fact, the Nitro underscore Knights podcast shouted us out, but also Cy Powell at SJP Words. The boss, the Don, the head honcho, who hates being called any of those things. So enjoy, Cy. Yeah, and Tony Silver at Silverkind. Uh, I'll uh, spread them at the word this week as well. So that was uh, massively uh, appreciated. And no doubt we, no doubt we'll hear more of him next week when uh, Matt Hardy's due on. Oh, we knew he'd come. Exactly. Exactly. So, where can people find you, Dan? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Griffin Twenty One. Usually chatting bollocks about wrestling that's minimum six weeks out of date on movies that are 25 years out of date. And you can hear me over on the aforementioned SJP World Media Network with Cy Powell uh, talking about Doctor Who on the Doctor Who pod, where we cover one episode or serial per Doctor per series and have a right laugh talking about a mad alien in a blue box. Excellent. You can find me at UTT Roberts. It's really more about um, the interesting that is about the follow. So I'm absolutely more than happy to follow back. On the same channel that you're listening to this, you can hear the One Man's Meat podcast with Danny at Scottish Juggalo and the real Chris Bellis. And they're going through forgotten storylines of wrestling, wrestlers that might not get that much love, that kind of thing. Really worth checking out. They've got a pint-sized project themselves. Where they're going through every episode of Wrestle Society X and Wrestle Society Extra. Again, you know, it's a short, compact series. Uh, get involved. Yeah, and also go and listen to Disgusting Awful as well and Acceptable in the 90s. Yeah, they, they do the massive amount of research. If you're not listening to it, you should be. Quite frankly, on the main show on Booking the Territory, uh, UTT podcast, we're going through the highest and lowest TV-rated episodes for each creative periods of the Monday Night Wars in Season 1. And in Season 2, we're going for first and last of wrestling, so debuts, finales, that kind of thing. Our other side projects, which may well have finished by this point, although you'll still get Tank Facts at UTT Tank, where following the ups and downs of the in-ring career of legitimately the hardest man that ever lived, one David Tank Abbott. And uh, in terms of the Tank Facts, Tank Abbott has completed the internet twice. It's true. Don't know how he did, but he did. 
Tank Abbott completed Dance Dance Revolution without losing a single life the day it was released. In fact, he found it so easy, he wrote his first novel while doing it. Yeah, he also did it without moving his feet. And the phrase Iron Man match comes from the time that Tank Abbott punched a bronze statue so hard it changed the atomic structure of the metal into iron. Yeah, and funnily enough, that the power of that punch transformed the original Olympic iron medals to gold. Yeah, it, it's crazy what Tank can do. Tank is the formation of alchemy. He's just the, uh, the force of nature. Indeed he is. So next up, as we say, it's Trent versus Matt Hardy. So for a place in the final, it's really shaping up now. We're down to the final four, so it's uh, really getting interesting. It's exciting. We're at the business end of the season. This, uh, you know, to roll out a cliche, this this really separates the men from boys. Yep, it really does. It really does. Lots to look forward to. Thank you for listening. Let's play Gator Golf! You got your Gator Golf clubs and your Gator Golf balls. Sink your putt in my Gator Golf jaws. The Gator Golf tail flicks it back for more. While your Gator Golf club keeps your Gator Golf score. Let's play that again! Come on, let's play Gator Golf! 